Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And welcome to the Creepcast with Bree and Burr. We're a podcast that tells you spooky stories, folklore, and mythology that don't make sense. If you have any suggestions for these crazy tales, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. We also have Twitter. You can find us at castcreep, both Caesar capital. Yes, queen. We're also on the gram, Instagram. Ooh-hoo. It's at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have Facebook, like everybody else in your grandparents, which is the Creepcast with Brian Burr. We're also on TikTok because we're hip, we're cool, we're with it. Funky it's fresh. at the Creepcast, and all we- lowercase. <laughs> and we also have a website which tells you all the magical things, which is the Creepcast.podbean.com. Thanks again. Hello, and welcome back to the Creepcast. <laughs> Hi there. I'm Bree. I'm Burr. And Bree's already. I'm Bree. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this keep happening? <laughs> we already did our intro and told you who we were. <laughs> it's not not a great start, guys. We had one week off and now we're a disaster. It's a mess. And you guessed it, because we had another week off, we're doing another horror film. Because why would I take any time off towards typing up notes? That makes too much sense. Oh. Also, though, like legit was like, you know, doing things. Like work and rearranging. And we were out of state, so. Yeah. Those hoes left me. Left you. To go to the happiest place on earth, those bastards. Universal? Twice <laughs> in two weeks. I was ditched. <laughs> no Renaissance Fair, no Universal Studios for me. I'm just left to suffer. I brought you home a Kermit of your own. <laughs> I know. I have a Kermit the Frog now. I'm like a. Part of me is like, I wish it was a puppet Kermit, but the other part of me is like, I'm really glad it's not a puppet Kermit, because I'd be like, does Kermit have to choke a hoe? Right. Shout out to Mama for the Kermit. Yes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but we digress. So, hello. It's been a while. Is it me you're looking for? Sorry. All right. <laughs> Feeling very Lionel Richie today. In my witchy hat. Witchy, witchy. <laughs> I love us. <laughs> I love us. So, what movie did we watch, you may ask? Grave Encounters. We just watched it again to refresh our memories. We've, Burr and I have seen it. Mm-hmm. Probably seen it at least three times. Yeah. This would be my fourth viewing. Austin has not seen it at all. It was pretty funny because the first half. Not a lot happens. And he's just like, this is stupid. <laughs> Gets up and does Austin things and he comes back and he's like, the fuck is this shit? You know, and then ooh, ghouls. And Austin's like, the fuck is that? And I'm like, spook. <laughs> it's a spook. <laughs> Doing spook things. Doing a spook. Spookity spook. Spookity spook. But yeah, so Grave Encounters. So if you may have not heard of Grave Encounters, you can watch it on Amazon via IMDb. IMDb TV? Yeah, DB. Uh-huh. I for some reason want to say IMBD, but I think it's DB. GD. Boy Bing. You know, it's going to have ads, but it's like, you know, like the good old days for us who, you know, existed before streaming services happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you'd watch movies on a TV and then things would just cut out and then you'd be like dealing with commercials. And you're like, and the mood's lost. Be clear, like, and clear. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> My allergies. <gasps> but yes. So this film, though, was made in 2011. It's a Canadian found footage super, supernatural horror film. 
which I didn't realize that. I don't know how I didn't realize that it was Canadian. Probably because they based it heavily off of probably our super American show, Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it looks like one dude should be wearing an affliction shirt. Right. But they're a little more diverse because they have a woman. A woman. Wow. But yes. So it's written, directed, and edited by the Vicious Brothers. Uh, It starts Sean Rogerson, Ashley Grisco, Merwin Mondeser, Mackenzie Gray, and Juan Ridinger uh, as the crew of a paranormal reality tel- television program who lock themselves in a supposedly haunted psychiatric hospital in search of evidence of paranormal activity. So they're in search of an evidence of paranormal activity. And then it shoot, they shoot what ends up becoming their final episode. That was really ruining my dramatic mood, Leo. Anyways. They shoot what ends up becoming their final episode. It's their final countdown. <laughs> I always like the TikTok. It's the final brain cell. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Why do we? Why does TikTok keep personally attacking me? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, Grave Encounters premiered on April 22nd of 2011 at the Tribeca Film Festival. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, prior to its premiere, its trailer went viral online, generating over 30 million views. The film had a limited theatrical run in select theaters in the United States and released on video on demand on August 25, 2011. Two months prior, the film had its Italian premiere via distributor Eagle Pictures under the title ESP Phenomeni Paranormally. Hmm. I'm assuming that's obviously Italian, so I probably butchered the fuck out of that. Yay. Uh, Despite receiving uh, mixed reviews, the film was a box office success, spawning a sequel in 2012, and has attained a cult following since its release. I'm trying to remember. I think, did we, we saw it on TV. Yes. Did we catch it from the beginning? Because I want to say it was like on sci-fi or something. I think so. Or one of those, or Chiller. Yeah, either Chiller or sci-fi. But I can see it on both, so. And I remember distinctly we were eating Domino's. But I think it was Thriller. Yeah chiller whatever the hell i don't remember i do miss those specialized channels though i I remember they did like a little special on like how to survive in a horror movie and i was like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some people are just written have roles that are written to not survive hopefully there's not gonna be some random ass dude wearing a fucked up william shatner mask starting to chase me through my neighborhood right like these things aren't meant to happen and if they do well make it quick it's been a good run (laughs) Not my face. Not my face. They have to make a reenactment of it on a stick so that people can talk shit about me to my face. Exactly. Head stick. Got Head stick. Head stick. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be great. I love it so much. (laughs) I know. My sister and I were talking about that. Because, you know, I had to go, we went to a funeral, and she was, like, talking about her thing. She's like, yeah, mine's going to be, like, dramatic. And I was like, bitch, wait till you hear mine. And she goes, I have a feeling I'm going to be really upset by it. And I was like, you probably are. <laughs> I was like, first off, put my ass in a small cat sarcophagus. Second, ballistic-style head on a stick. And she's like, oh, my God, why are you like this? And I was like, pass me the Pinot, bitch. <laughs> what? Are you raising your hand? He's no. doing karate. <laughs> <He's up. laughs> I need you to not do this <laughs> while we're recording because it distracts me because like because I train people so sometimes people raise their hands so my dumb ass is like what's your question honey like 
Get it together. All I can think of was Dr. Cooper. What's your question, honey? <laughs> <laughs> like who? Dr. Girlfriend. Oh. God. I want to cosplay as her. It's going to be great. Anyways. <laughs> Would we have to get a voice modulator for you? I guess. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, point being. Stop trying to fight your children. They're in bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, onwards to the plot. So, that's just general rundown of kind of, like, how it was released. Like I said, we probably saw it on TV. I want to say sci-fi or thriller or chiller, whatever the fuck those yeah. channels were called. The good old days. Back in the day. It had to be, like, when we were in 2009. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, maybe it would be, like, 2012 that we probably saw it. Because I was still living with my dad at that point, yeah. I think. I think so. Because it definitely was... Yeah, because there's no way they would have released it in the same year on TV. So it had to be like early 2012. Maybe. Because then otherwise I would have lived in Indiana at that point. Yeah. Here we are tracking down the details of the first time we watched a movie. Yay! Because we're fucking nerds, that's why. Nerds. <laughs> All I could think about is... It was 2012. We had Domino's. <laughs> I was thinking more so like Charlie with his, uh, his math. Oh, yeah, his fucking from Horrible Bosses 2, where he's, like, whole conspiracy theory at me. Anyways, so onward to the plot. So Jerry Hartfield is the producer of Grave Encounters, a paranormal reality television program directed by a ghost hunter, Lance Preston. Ooh. If that name don't sound like it should be in a motherfucking boy band. Right. Um, Hartfield explains that the show was canceled after five episodes following the disappearance of its crew. I mean... Would you call that canceled? Or Maybe like... at the forcibly canceled. Yes, but like, I wouldn't call that canceled. I would call that a mystery. An open and case? And a disappearance. Yes, an open case. <laughs> a cold case? Well, I, they don't tell... I don't think they say how long it's been in between. Yeah. But point being, like, there's people missing, Gerald. Like... Yeah, shit. Harold. Think of the children. Harold! They're missing. Um, so then, but he presents raw scenes from recovered footage of the sixth and final episode, which I'm like, okay, these hoes are missing. How did we recover this footage? Mm-hmm. How did it get to you? Exactly. How did you find it? Did they FedEx it? Yeah, like, what the fuck? They couldn't even find the exit. How could they FedEx it? Right? Oops. Bitch seems sus to me. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-mm. So then, ba ba ba. Hartfield explains that... Oh, wait. I already went over that. Just kidding. So the Grave Encounters crew consists of Lance, occult specialist Sasha Parker. She sure. didn't seem like no damn specialist. She didn't. Asking questions She looked like fast. some little 12-year-old that's like, are you here with us? What's your name? I'm like, bitch. What's your name? Where's your salt if you're an occult specialist, bitch? <laughs> I'd be rolling in with the biggest thing of the fucking kosher salt of the little girl in the raincoat. I'd find, like, the fucking Costco size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd have that shit strapped to me everywhere. I'd have three Demon, of them. salt. Strange noise, salt. Slight flash in the side of my eyes, salt. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Charlie. I didn't mean to salt you Co- in the eyes again. Colleague, <laughs> colleague sneezes, salt. <laughs> 
could just see you with like one of those dump truck backpacks or whatever. <laughs> so you have like a backpack with just like bags of salt in yes. it as you walk and it does the little thing like yes. it does on the road. Literally the whole time. It's just me fucking shit up with salt. So the person who has to come up and clean after you is just like this fucking bag. <laughs> hey, but you know what's not there? Demons. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. This house is clean. Like, they're like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> Keeping the ghost to be like, I don't have time for this. No. Uh, but there's also surveillance operator Matt White, cameraman TC Gibson, and fake medium Houston Gray. I like that they point that out. That fake. fake. <laughs> so the crew is invited to examine the abandoned Collingwood Psychiatric Hospital, where unexplained phenomena have been reported for years. Uh, Kenny, the hospital's caretaker, takes the crew on a day tour and informs them of the hospital's history, particularly of a doctor named Arthur Friedkin, who performed unethical experiments and lobotomies on the hospital's patients before killing them. Which, I don't know if I remember them mentioning that. But also (laughs) your children were chatty. Yeah, it was was all the way in the beginning. We're minding our business and these damn kids are rolling up in here. What's going on? I'm like, shut up and watch the movie. Why did they get away? This is why I can't have kids, guys. They ask too many questions and I don't have the time. Mm-mm. Not at home, at least. Amber was talking about how she had a headache, and I was like, well, you have been getting an influx of questions lately. Yeah, for real. It was jet lag, and then we had this taxi driver, and I could not stand this music. I wanted to, like, scalp my eyes out after a while, but, like... That's not how scalping works, but okay. <laughs> Either way, and then the kids are just like... <laughs> and I'm like... This is oh all my God. one day. I feel my uterus slowly trying to escape from my body because I know it knows I don't want that. (laughs) Uh, But no, for real, it's nice to have the kids back, but goddamn sometimes. (laughs) So point being, this this doctor was fucked up. It's unethical shit, and then he's killing people because, you know, fuck it, science. All in the name of science. Science! So the crew then locks themselves inside the hospital for the night and begins their investigation, setting up camp near the main entrance and positioning static cameras throughout the building. And I feel like it, that's pretty common practice, right? Do all a lot of places do, like, lockdowns? Yeah. I can't remember if, like, that's what they do with BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. Buzz, yeah. BuzzFeed Unsolved is, like, my peak ghost hunting television. No, they get locked in and stuff, so. Okay. Just saying, top tier. Ghost Adventures, not even on the list. Mm-mm. It's not a thought in her mind. No. But BuzzFeed Unsolved, fuck me up with that ding, shit. Ding, 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 A man that's like, hey, demons, it's your boy, right. sold. <laughs> Love it. So anyways, um, so no paranormal activity seems to occur within the first few hours. Um, and then, you know, they do like the whole... ESP thing, and, you know, they're trying to get the recordings, whatever. Nothing happens, so then the guy's like, alright, we'll get some, you know, floating hallway shots. So it's like, ooh, spooky, and the guy's like, artsy shit. And he's like, yeah, like, we did in that one place. He's like, yeah, so artsy shit. He's like, yeah, whatever. And so then he's like, filming. And then he's like, oh, look, a wheelchair in a hallway by itself. Like, this is creepy as fuck. Like, how did we miss this earlier? So then he, like, films it for a little bit, and then his phone goes off. Apparently his daughter is freaking out without him at home. So then he tells her monsters aren't real and to get her ass in bed. He doesn't say get her ass in bed. He's like, but go to bed. Daddy will be home soon. Lie. She was never going to see him again. 
Due to the monsters. The monsters that he told her weren't real. (gasps) The irony and foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. But as he's on the phone, like, you kind of hear a creak. The wheelchair moves a little bit. And so it begins. And then he goes to, like, film uh, in this one room, and then he captures a door slamming behind him. So then he freaks out, thinking that people are messing with him. He gets everyone up there, and they're like... But, you know, and I appreciate... I don't believe you. Yeah, no. But I do. I appreciate the... Honesty. Honesty of, like, hey, like, let's make sure, like, it's not some other shit. Like, you know, draft. You know, thing like that. And then he's like, I caught it on film. And they're like, bitch, why why didn't you say say so so? earlier? And he's like, I did did say so. But you didn't listen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they look at it and they're like, holy shit, this is awesome. This is so cool. This is so great. I'm like, is it though? Right. Because listen... If I were to be a ghost hunter, it'd be a successful night if I didn't see anything. Because <laughs> I'd be having so much damn salt. I didn't see anything. This house is cl- uh, clean. This house is clean. Right? I'm now a tiny toad woman. But, 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 but anyways. Um, so they attempt to establish contact with any entities that might be in the hospital. They soon hear unexplained sounds. And then as they're listening to the playback, Sasha's hair appears to be lifted in the air by an unseen force. Which, definitely spooky. But after, what is that, Paranormal Activity 3? Yes. Yeah, Paranormal Activity yeah. 3. When the girl gets fucking lifted by her hair by the unseen entity. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that shit. So any other hair scenes to me, I'm like, meh. Well, I mean, later on in the movie, if we see more. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like. I'm I'm thinking as a generic thing of. I know, they're building it up, but still. By the end of it, you're just like balls of the wall. Like, or do it where it's not like lifting, but like just like someone like. It's like someone blowing in her ear or something, Mm -hmm. you know, like where you see like the hair move and then it's like, whoa. Booga booga. Spooky, spooky. Spooky, spooky. But. So I digress. Um, so then they return downstairs to pack in preparation for Kenny's return because she gets so freaked out, which again, what kind of a cult specialist? Like, would I be freaked out? Yes, but I'd have that damn salt ready. Right. And I'd be spraying in a circular motion like an AK-47 in any GoldenEye games. Not even. Fuck you'd it. Have, you like, do the spray and pray. Right. You'd have it set up to like a, um, like a, uh. An umbrella, and then it just spins it all around. Yes, that's exactly what would be a happening. A few chants in there, like, be prepared, people. Suck it, demon. <laughs> As you're... <laughs> suck oh, there's a good, there's a good quote from, what was it? Ash versus Evil Dead, and I have a meme from it, but I just need it for the quote. <laughs> hey, Evil, why don't you eat my butt? <laughs> 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 Fucking that show... Um, I've known that it's existed for a while. I just never got around to watching it. And then I was talking with my old boss and we were, he suggested it. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I forgot about that show. And he's like, I think it's still on Netflix. So I watched the whole first season. It's great. I Hell recommend yeah. to everyone. But we digress. So, like I said, they're all freaked out. Whatever. Um, they get, like, turned around for a little bit um, while they're gone. And then finally make it back to Matt and Sasha down in the lobby. And so they're like, fuck this shit, we gotta go. And then, you know, Lance is like, I guess we've got, like, enough footage for, you know, an episode. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, let's get packing in preparation for Kenny's return. So then they send out Matt 
It says Matt sets out alone, but they sent him out alone. Yeah. <laughs> Matt wasn't like, oh, you just stay here, guys. I got it. They were just like, Matt, you go get that stuff. And he's like, but if I had someone else to be more help, and they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, damn, okay. Right. Fuck Matt then. So he goes to retrieve the static cameras. So when either Matt nor Kenny returns, the crew forces the front doors open, but then discover that they lead to another hallway. As well as to other false exits. They also realize that it's still nighttime outside the building, despite their clocks indicating that it was well past sunrise. Because I think Kenny was supposed to come at what, seven? Yeah. Eight. Not seven. No. Because eight was after. No, it was actually six. It was six. Because they were saying eight, and that was two hours afterwards. Okay. Yeah, so basically, Kenny was supposed to come, like, right as, like, sun was coming up um, to let them out. Because obviously, at that point, you don't want to film anymore because you got sunlight and then Mm -hmm. no more ghosts. No more spook. No more spooks. Uh, So, like you said, they roam through the hospital. um, So then they try to, like, start looking for Matt at some point. Um, Or, well, I guess they were more looking for an exit than Matt because I think... Didn't Sasha and Lance go to try to find Matt or no? Uh, no, 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 yeah, because no, I think it because I think what happened was initially was TC, Sasha, and Lance went to go find, mm-hmm. and then Houston stayed behind, couldn't find anything, made it back, and then they busted the doors, and then they napped, yep. and then busted the doors down. And that's when Houston's like, I'm coming with this time, yes. Um, but, but, but. So as they roam through the hospital, they end up encountering a metal bed frame that begins to levitate into the air. Um, then there's also a female figure whose face grotesquely distorts. So then they flee from the entity in fear, and this is where Houston gets separated. I'm trying to think if there's anything other major activity besides that. I know, no. like, the bed frame was pretty major. No, and then it's a few minutes before they find the entity, because I think they were, at that point they were looking for stairs to go to the roof. Yep. No, 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 no. They went to go see the stairs. They found no stairs. Then they come back And then down. they come back down to the they bed. And, to the bed, and then that's when they find the entity all together, and then that's where. No, they, they see the entity off. run through the hall, and they're just like, "What was that?" And then they go to like greener because they yeah, think it's and just then like they some. Go into the room. Okay. And then she's off in the corner. And, and they're just like, goes. "Let's go touch it. Let's yes. go see if they're Because you okay. know, white people. Mm-hmm. We have to investigate. I kind of want to make a parody horror movie that's just called White People. Of what they doing wrong? Yeah. <laughs> or like it's like a parody of like a what not to do in a horror film right and the first rule is don't be white well that's why like oh what is it Kristen Tucker versus evil Dale and Tucker versus evil yeah that one yeah Chris Tucker is a I know Chris Tucker but I thought I know it was Tucker but I thought it was Chris yeah no Dale it's Dale it. and Tucker versus evil also a really good funny horror movie mm-hmm. but I mean that like if you want to think about like what white people do wrong I mean like that's the good I know I just love that these dudes are just literally minding their business and they're like hillbillies and I'm like <laughs> right what? Just like, the fuck? <laughs> I mean yeah sometimes hillbillies could be you know worrisome like what is that hills have eyes yeah but like they were like normal ass looking people. Mm-hmm. They weren't like that creepy. Yeah, one poor guy is just like, I think she's pretty. Or he's like, I'm just shy. And they're just like, hey, he's up to something. He's going to kill us. 
<laughs> well, okay. We won't want to get, let's not get too deep in that because maybe yeah, we'll do but... that as like a, 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 a movie review because mm-hmm. I do love that movie. That is a great movie. So good. Oh, the one you just suggested, <laughs> stupid. Uh, oh, I wasn't sure if you guys were talking about <laughs> Tucker and Dale or if you guys were talking about The Hill Has Eyes. He just, like, straight up fucking checked out. <laughs> this fucking hoe. What movie? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Keep up, Austin. <laughs> Get with the program. Um, <gasps> dead. Anyways, um... Point being is, they tried to find the stairs first because that was the game plan before they ran into all this other stuff. Was that the guy had seen a fire exit from the roof, mm-hmm. and then they finally find stairs, but they went to nowhere. Some Winchester house shit. Yeah, some Winchester bullshit. And I was like, um, excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then, like I said, and then that's when they fall stumble in the room. Bed moves. Oopity spookity boo sneaks, you know, past them and then they're like, What was that? And then they go Actually, find her. No, because they go back downstairs to go sleep. No. And then the thing crashes. Yeah. Because that happens before they get separated oh, yeah. Well they, I they about went that. to sleep somewhere, either way. No, you know what? I think what happened was they were sleeping because they got lost. And then the thing crashed, and then they went to look for the stairs. Mm-hmm. And then but yeah, okay, whatever. Point being is, lots of spooks happen. Mm-hmm. It's almost hard to, it's getting to a point where we're already having a hard time keeping track to where, like, all the other stuff, it's going to be like, what? Ah. And we just watch it. But like I said, overall, despite, like, a lot happening, it is solid. Mm-hmm. And even, like, I have to say, the special effects, not amazing, but it's nowhere near as, like, subpar as how, like, it was on Seventh Day. And Seventh Day was made this year, or released this year, I should say. Yeah. Obviously not made. Um, I mean, I thought the special effects were actually pretty good. Yeah, for like 2011, too. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, like, it was solid. Like, you can definitely see it was like CGI, but it wasn't like bad, bad CGI. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Uh, but, 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 so then they flee from the entity in fear, and Houston is separated from the other crew members and attacked by an invisible force. So, like, literally, it takes them like five minutes to realize that they lost someone. And then Houston, for some reason, has zero flashlight of any kind. Yeah. Or whatever. So yeah, like, like, why wouldn't you all at least have, like, one flashlight each? Right. And he's then, you know, so then... in the dark trying to find people. Yeah, so then you see, like, a door open, and at first, like, when the first time I saw it, I was like, something's gonna pop out of here and snatch his ass into this room. Doesn't happen. Then he's in a hallway, and then something, like, lifts him up and, like, starts choking him. And I thought for sure his neck was gonna get snapped. Mm-hmm. And then the thing drops him, and then you're like, okay, maybe he's gonna be okay. Nope, flash of light, he gets launched across the hallway. Dead. R.I.P. Houston. Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. You dead. And it's your dead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say we have lift off. Huh. No, it's a problem because he's dead. <laughs> There's, stop it. <laughs> stop trying to inter, interject your dad jokes. The we have a problem works better. <laughs> God damn it. But he got launched across the room. You're ugly when you mansplain, Austin. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. We've already spent too much time explaining it, so therefore, not funny. Just explain to me how funny it is. Anyways. 
But we digress. So then they get Houston separated. He dies. So then after hiding, hiding in the room for several hours, Lance, Sasha, and TC discovered that they have been fitted with hospital identification bracelets bearing their names, which that would definitely fuck me up. Yeah. There would not be enough salt in the world. Like, we'd have to fill that whole damn closet with salt and then, like, just dehydrate ourselves and then mummify yep. via salt. Because I'm out. And then, oh, you know what I forgot, too? And I can't believe, hello. yeah, like, I can't believe they didn't bring that up in the plot. Right. That's pretty major. Like, they were sleeping in shifts in the hallway. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got to look. And then she's like, I don't want the camera on me. And they're like, shut up, bitch. People have got to see this. At the time, it was only like 10 minutes afterwards. Yeah. And it was like, which again, like, you have hello carved in your back. Mm-hmm. How do you not feel it? And how does it? Because I don't want to say it didn't look like super, super deep, but it was definitely deep enough to where there could definitely be some scarring. Yeah. But again, I digress. But yeah, so then they get fitted with the hospital identification bracelets, which fucks me up. Um, and then they, they then find Matt, who's wearing a hospital gown, and is now insane. He mumbles incoherently and claims that they can leave the building once they are better. Mm-hmm. And you knew, like, I knew, I was like, ugh, this guy's either going to, like, come back or he's gone, gone. Yeah. And so then... Um, they lock themselves in another room due to another entity, like, freaking them out. And then... Because I seen a tongue on the floor. No. That was after, I think. Because I think that's after TC went MIA. Okay. Sorry, there's just a lot of stuff, guys. Yeah, there really is. So then... He, um... So then that's, you know, they're in the room, and then that's when, like, the arms are all coming from the ceiling. Like, with that, and that was a scene where, like, you can see it's, like, CGI, but it's not, like, terrible. Yeah. And I think they played it smart by keeping it, like, darker tones. Because I feel like if they would have went lighter, then that's where, like, those issues could, like, in lie. Mm -hmm. Also, with the night vision, you want the contrasting light versus dark. Because I have to say, that's probably, like, some of the hardest things about the found footage movies is, like, getting that coloring right. Yeah. The one thing I thought was really cool is that they would show us some of the camera footage as as they would be recording. And then they do a nice transition into the actual, like, view of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I have to say, they did pretty, like, like, it was jarring, but it was, like, normal jarring where, and a lot of, like, really nice, smooth transitions. Like I said, definitely pretty solid. So, anyway, so then they run out of this room, and then they hide in the room with the bathtubs, and then Lance, for some reason, looks, and he's like, this bathtub's full of blood, and they're like, oh, my God, and then Matt, they're, like, trying to run off, and then Matt's all, like, staring in the bathtub, and I'm like, okay, either this motherfucker going or someone's going to go after him, and then they're gone. <clears throat> so then TC goes over to, like, try and get Matt away, and Matt's, like, you know, dodging and weaving. And then an NT just, like, pops out of the blood, snags TC, drags him in, and then they try to, like, you know. Dump it. You, yeah, you don't get to see the camera because, obviously, they put, it down. they put it down. And so then they're like, oh, help me dump it, help me dump it. And then they go to dump it, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. That's the shit, like... If I was in that position, I'd be like, well, it's been real, guys. We're all dying. Yep. Because if we're doing, like, some transportational bullshit like that where someone gets pulled into a tub and then they're not in the tub, like, we're fucked. Physics doesn't apply here. Mm-hmm. We're doomed. 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 Be gone. But yes. So then they go to escape, and I think there was, like, another rest period, and then... Oh, because they find an elevator, and yep. that's when Lance separates again, and that's when you see the tongue of that other entity. Okay. 
Then there's a tongue on the floor, which never is good. They're just like, the fuck is that? And then that? there's an entity Spider-Man in it in the fucking corner of the ceiling. And I was like, it's bitch, like, no. Ah. Yeah. Chases after Lance. Almost gets Lance. You get to see, like, Sasha and Matt. So then Sasha, like, you know, goes to help him, like, keep it at bay. Matt picks up the camera, looks at himself, giggles, and then yeets himself down the elevator chute. Mm-hmm. Head first. Head first. Yep. And... God bless him, they went and checked his pulse anyway. So I'm like, this dude's gone. And if he's not gone, like, I'm going to kill him because, you know, you're used. Just like I said in The Descent, if I'm mortally wounded and still alive, just take this bitch out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm useless to you. I'm nothing but a burden. I'm going to slow you down for the ghost, demon, monster, whatever. Just kill me. It's what I would want. Get this in writing. Love a legal document on me at all time. It'll be like kind of like a do not resuscitate, but like if wounded beyond escaping monsters, just kill a bitch. Yep. Very professional legal terms, I know. It's gonna be awesome. Um, so then Lance and Sasha go down the elevator chute as well, and then they finally find the tunnels because then that was Lance's idea. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, the tunnels connect to all the buildings, which I'm like, Bish. It's a maze at this point. I don't trust nothing here. Yep. <clears throat> so then they're looking for an exit. Sasha falls ill, which she's kind of like hinted at a little earlier on. She not mentioning she wasn't feeling well, and he was yeah. like, okay, she's kind of warm. Um, and at one point, she's like hacking on the ground and just starts coughing up blood. And I'm like, she did. Oh no, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> anyway, so then she's sick. Lions is already like, this bitch ain't gonna make it. She's gonna die. And then they end up napping. And I don't know if there was, like, a static camera down there. Maybe there was a static camera. I couldn't remember exactly all the places he put the static camera because I know he tried to put it in all the hot spots. Uh, Yeah, there was one down there because I remember him mentioning, he's like, I'm getting out of here. This is fucking creepy as shit. Yeah. So, anyway, so then you see, like, and you're, like, sitting there and they're napping, and then you see a slow buildup of smoke, and I was like, and that one always tenses me up because I'm like, okay, their face is popping out. And I'm going to really bad jump scare or it's just going to be like the subtle like, okay, someone's gone. Mm-hmm. And of course, what happens is then Sasha's gone. Which I feel like they do the whole whittle down to main character. Yeah. Per se. Um, I have to say, though, it is nice and refreshing because person of color is not the pers- first person to go. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a typical horror movie trope. Yep. Um, so then, like I said, so then he wakes up, she's gone. And so then it just follows them. Now we're just following him by himself, which of course, after at some point, you're going to snap. Uh, so he's increasingly unstable. He'll, he wanders the tunnels alone, um, and feeds on live rats to survive, which live is saying like he's eating them while they're alive. Like, no, this bitch is bashing them in with a pole and then eating them. Yeah. So basically he's eating rats. Pulling mm-hmm. basically a golem from Lord of the Rings. Yep. Fucking up fish and eating he their innards. Using his, uh, his light <clears throat> What's that? He stops using his light. Well, yeah, on the camera because obviously one, well, it's eating the, up the battery. The, the, the other one. Yeah, the other flashlight and... went dead, yeah. yeah. So he lost the major flashlight and then the one on his camera, he's like, you know. And he's just like, I don't need the light. I'm fine now. He's just like, I just got to keep going forward because... We're playing a game now. I know, which I'm like, like... the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, bitch, you will never catch me, Dad, wandering somewhere in the pitch black. 
Mm-hmm. It's like traveling the catacombs. Alone I'd be trying to make fire somehow. Yep. So then um, he then finds a door leading into Friedkin's operating room, which contains evidence of cult rituals, which. It's like a yes, no. I, I feel like they could have gone without the occult rituals. Like, I get it. Like, everything leads to demons. But, like, it could have literally just been a place of such unrest and toxic mm-hmm. deaths that the spirits are unrested and create like you know all feed off of each other's energy like they could have gone that route and kind of completely bypassed the occult because realistically outside of that like ritualistic space there wasn't much else said with it no i think the only thing real um not realistic uh ritualist there was a book full of runes that's like how you could read it i think norse runes no, just like regular runes, because okay. that looks like on the rune stones. Yeah. Because Wicked Nerd here, because it's something I've been wanting to kind of dabble with is like try out like rune stones. Um, but basically, it's like very simplistic symbols. Yep. And then just the skull with the writing on the ground with like four candles. That's a, that was it. Yeah. Everything Another- else was like science experiment bullshit. Yeah, like, you could have gone, like, a whole, like, Frankenstein route or something. Like, something of that effect where it was, like, just messing with the dead or something, you know? Yeah, because they said lobotomies, but, like, people are missing fucking parts out of their hands. Yeah. Pieces out of their skull. Acid burns, it almost looked like, yeah. I was just like, oh. Yeah, so like I said, so that's my only complaint I have to say about this movie is, like, that tack on. And I can't remember because there is going to be, there is going to, there is a second one. Um, we'll have to review that another time. Mm-hmm. Maybe do that next, um, not next week, but the next time we do a movie review, which actually honestly might be next week, but we'll see kind of where the day takes us. Um, but like I said, it's just really like, kind of like, I don't know. Like, I can't remember if they do anything, mention anything of the occult in the second one. So it could be one of those things where like an insidious where like the second movie kind of ties it together yeah. a little bit more. But if this was a standalone movie, I would completely nix that part. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so rounding it up, though, he then sees the apparitions of Friedkin and several nurses and is dragged away from his camera. He then, the next time we see him, he's been lobotomized. You can tell, like, because he's got, like, the bleeding and the tear duct, and that's kind of, like, where they stick you. Yeah, after all the screaming, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, he then recla- records himself proclaiming that he's cured and is allowed to leave. Which... You know, and then the movie ends. Yep. Um, like I said, though, I have to say, a lot of really good jump scares. Like, obviously, like, we'd seen it multiple times before, so, like, I was a little more prepared this go-around. But the first time we watched it, like, definitely, like, really high tension. I feel like it's definitely one of the better found footage films. Oh, yeah. Of our era, and I've seen quite a few of them. Like, I'd put it up there with, like, you know, Blair Witch and, like, mm-hmm. the first couple paranormal activities. Yeah. Like I said, that kind of went wayside after a bit. But um, I'm trying to think what else. I don't know. But like I said, if it was a standalone movie, like definitely a very good, like, hang cliffhanger ending. And, you know, like I said, had they not made a second one, I would have said, like, completely cut the occult stuff. Yeah. Because it could easily just be explained as tormented spirits. Yeah. You know, ooga da boo da. Boop, boop, boop. 
Um, so with the release, though, a teaser trailer for the film was first uploaded to YouTube in December of 2010. It went viral, garnering over 1.5 million views in three months. Uh, the film's distribution rights were acquired by the Tribeca Film. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess that would be pretty much viral. I don't know if that's like a... Yeah, I don't know I YouTube so. numbers now, but like, I mean, in three months, it's a lot of views. Um... But then they premiered, like I said, on April 22nd, 2011 at Tribeca Film Festival. Italian premiere was later that year, June 1st. Um, oh, it wasn't released in the U.S. until August 25th of 2011. So we didn't get it, like, and obviously it was select theaters, too. So I don't know if that was one that I would have even, like, known. Okay. Because when they say select theaters, it's like, you never know really how, like, select. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. And then you can use the eventful demand it and video on demand via Comcast. So, and then for critical response or critical reception on Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 67% based on 15 reviews uh, with a weighted average of 5.47 out of 10. So not like awesome, but like you said, a lot of times I usually don't like live by these critic reviews. Yeah, I'm very much of like a viewer base. Uh, Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating to reviews, uh, the film has weighted an average score of 33 out of 100 based on four reviews indicating generally unfavorable reviews. Uh, in her review of the film for the New York Times, Jeanette Katsoulis wrote, Following in the stampeding footsteps of the Blair Witch Project and the Paranormal Activity franchise, filmmakers seem unaware that they're beating a dead horse. Which I feel like, yeah, at that point, like, we had reached our peak of found footage films and there's a lot of found footage films i feel like nowadays yeah so it certainly has built up uh, mike hill also writing for the new york times felt that the film's claustrophobic infrared images supposedly taken from the tapes of a tv crew that spent the night in the mental hospital offer some real scares uh, though the movie starts to feel long and repetitious at, uh, before it's 92 minutes are over which definitely like i mean it was only an hour and a half yeah and Austin was like how much longer does this thing have left so i feel like I don't mind that it feels longer, though, because usually I see, like, hour and a half runtime for a movie, mm -hmm. and I'm like, ugh, this is going to be terrible. You know? Like, I always look for that, like, two-hour mark. True. So I feel like they do a really good job of making the best use of those, like, 92 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Nick Shager of Slant Magazine gave the film score of one and a half out of four stars, writing that it can't even pretend to be anything other than hopelessly derivative. <laughs> Uh, there was another negative review for The Village Voice by Aaron Hillis. Windows uh, quietly open, wheelchairs roll, faces contort into cheesy CGI ghouls, and digital artifacts cover up the low-budget seams. But the true terror needs to needs at least some authenticity. Perhaps too much to ask of a faked movie about a faked reality show that can that still can't scare up a fresh idea. Um, someone else, though, called it the scariest film since The Ring... Uh, creepiness factor is sufficient to rate that a notch above genre average. Uh, Vox's Dylan Scott recommended the film, writing that it effectively spoofs those ghost hunter shows that were briefly a hot trend while still building towards a genuinely suspenseful second half, which I feel is super valid. Yeah. Like, you know, you get that, like, first chunk of the, that first half act of the film where it's just, you know, them, like, interviewing people and it, you know, and it's very much like, I can only imagine that's how, like, the behind-the-scene process would be like. Because, again, they're basing the footages. It's raw, unedited. Mm -hmm. Only editing is for time. 
So I feel like they were very effective in that sense. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then someone posted a review. Uh, Megan Navarro posted a positive review of the film from for that. Uh, for Bloody Disgusting, uh, wrote that the filmmakers tossed subtly out the window in favor of fun, and your face chills that stick their landing. Scream Magazine wrote that uh, that had the film kept to the subtle scares and dumped the CGI ghost, it would have been a lot better, but concluded if you still haven't had your fill of found footage films, it's definitely worth a watch. So, again, like I said, I don't hate the ghouls, and, like, the CGI is not the worst I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've seen newer movies with worse CGI than this. It was terrible. Like, lower budgeting and things like that. So, I have no complaints about the CGI. I feel like scare factors were pretty solid. And I think it's really good that they went with the slow build-up. Yeah. Because, like I said, even though the movie was only 90 minutes long, that build-up made it seem kind of longer mm-hmm. and stretched out to an effective rate. Any other thoughts? No. Oh, good movie. But yeah, no. Like I said, I feel like overall I definitely would recommend at least a once, if not a two-time watch. Yeah. That's that's how our rating system is going to work. Would I recommend it for you to at least watch once? Or would I, you know, recommend it that you would watch it multiple times? Or would I tell you, don't even bother seeing this. I've suffered enough for you. Right. We did this for you. We did this for you. It's like that part of the thing. This was for you. <laughs> Fuck you if you're watching this. Right? Like, oh. like, hey, man, you're the one that's like, ooh, ghost, let's hunt him. Right? Ghost. Not I. If you see us getting a ghost show on any of the travel channels, it's because I was drugged when I signed <laughs> the papers. Because <laughs> you know my dumb ass would not willingly lock myself up anywhere. Nope. Or they have to let me bring all the salt. Yep. Which a lot of places would not allow that because I'd be ruining carpets left and right. It's fuck your shit. That's what vacuums are for, though. Yeah, but depending on the size of the salt, not great. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we also double as a service that's two bitches in a bucket. <laughs> exactly. Here to clean your house after we've made sure there's no ghosts in it. Right? Hey, we you- make pretty good money off of that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You pay me to de-spook your house and then pay me to clean your house. Yes. It's genius. It's a win-win here. We're making double profits. It's great. But yeah, so that was Grave Encounters. Like you said, definitely recommend at least a watch, if one watch, if not two watches, because I think, I think it's very valid of a cult following. And if you haven't, you know, seen a found footage movie in a while and like want to, you know, dip your toe back in, I would say go with this. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But uh, we're going to wrap things up for now because Austin's got to go to bed because he does the whole working early in the morning now. Lame. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to be doing that later this week for like two days. Yay. Gross. It's terrible. But that's okay. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and then I have the nights off. So, a Hey. A A A. Anyways. But yeah, so rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate and have a smooth and hot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.